Hi everyone, it's Paola Diana and you're watching Unleashed the Game Changers. Today I'm so excited because our guest is a 10-time world champion in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu and one time one world champion in mixed martial arts. Welcome to Roger Gracie. Thank you Roger for Thank being you. here. It's a great pleasure. Oh my god, you know I fell in love with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu almost one year ago, and you know that because I'm training your amazing academy. And uh, I really admire you and, of course, all the fighters who go there on the mat because it's such a difficult martial art. I know you say it's easy, and now I want to understand why no, you say that. <laughs> okay. <laughs> I don't think it's easy, no. Oh, good. Simple. Thank you. Is, you can okay. make it simple, but it's not easy. Okay, simple because there are certain techniques and of course you have to learn them and then to apply them in a fight, it's all another thing, yeah. right? But it's nothing is easy, it's not easy. Oh, <laughs> thank you for telling me. <laughs> I was feeling very bad <laughs> because it's really challenging for me. So I think for anyone, it's, it's, it's actually a, it's a very hard martial arts for you to become good at it. It's, you know, if you see compared to other martial arts, let's say in terms of belts. For you to, to get your black belt in Jiu-Jitsu is probably the, the one that takes you the longest in any other martial arts, any other way wow. of fighting. How long does it take? I'll say, uh, you know, for a normal average person, it's about seven, eight years. Because no one really, you know, you're not, if you're an athlete that you train from day one, every day competing, your, your progress is quicker because you, the intensity sure. of your training. But for an average person that has a normal job, that trains just as a hobby, maybe twice a week three times sometimes but there's always periods in your life you know you're not going to train for 10 years straight to not stopping some moments you're busy with work traveling and something happened that you end up not training that much in that year so that holds you back a little bit so i'll say you know average is about six seven years maybe eight okay that's a good news uh, <laughs> <laughs> i thought it was even more i, I think I mean, for some someone. some people they takes 15 years yeah. you know there's like a few of my students that by the time they got their belt since they started they won like 18 years you know there was i think the grading that we did it last year you know I, I forgot who was it but you know i'm sure it was like 18 years ago when i started training you know the, when they give the speech after they get the belt it was like you know 18 years Wow, and it must be a great emotion, right, to get your black belt? It is. When, it's when such did you a get? long process. When did you get your black belt? I got it, I was uh, 21. And who gave your black belt? Uh, my uncle, my, I always trained under my uncle Carlos, Carlinhos Gracie. But who handed me the belt was my cousin, Hanzo. I was in New York. Oh, Hanzo is a legend. Yeah. I really want to interview him one day. <laughs> yeah, you definitely will. He's an amazing character, great guy. It's amazing, yeah, I know. So you trained in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu when you were in Brazil, correct? Yeah. You were born in Rio de Janeiro. Yeah. And at what age did you start? I started very young. I don't remember exactly what age I started. But it's, you know, it, it's, it's in the family, everyone started. Yeah, I think si similar with my, my son, Tristan. You know, he, he started at home training with me even before he knows Play. how to run, you know, just like, playing, learning. So, you know, his first introduction to Jiu-Jitsu was at home with me, maybe when he was a baby, you know. That's beautiful. Like, make him do an arm lock. You know, <laughs> he can barely walk and <laughs> I'm teaching him to do an arm lock on me. So it's, you know, I think as a, as a class, I don't remember when I first had my first class, but I would say when I was probably four or five years old, maybe, th yeah, say four years old. It's beautiful. So then all these techniques and movements, they became quite natural for your body. Yeah. I think the earlier you start, the more natural you, your body moves, you know. Of course. No, seriously, I, I'm really sorry I didn't start so early. And if I had now a child, I would definitely sign, <laughs> you know, him or her in, yeah. you know, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu Academy immediately, like yeah, three Yeah, I think years for ago. a kid it's important because it's all body movement, mobility, uh, and agility. So it, it comes quite natural. So when you're older, nothing is new your body is, is yes. already knows how to move sort of you know and when you were a child you, you were telling me that you weren't so big of course you know and so strong so you were actually competing and uh, fighting with the much bigger you know guys and sometimes with adults as well correct yeah i was uh, i was always 
skinny. I was not very physically stronger, uh, strong physically, and especially competing when I start competing regular, it's I would because I was always taller. You know, I was always tall. I was not huge, but I was always tall, but skinny. So that makes me heavier than shorter guys. So they always uh, muscly stronger than me. Sure. So physically, they were always stronger. So that's why you you had to master really well yeah, the techniques. I couldn't ever rely on strength and power, so I have to rely on my technique. But that's the beauty of Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean, I think that's why I did. I could do what I did because my technique was so good, not because I was very physically and strong. This Anyone can be physically strong. Anyone can go to the gym and become strong. You know. Yeah, and many guys now, also many fighters, I see that they really, really think more about strengthening their body instead of mastering the techniques. Yeah, I mean, both, I think, competing, you know, if you think of the highest level, it is very physical. So, you know, if you're strong and explosive, it does help, but you cannot, you cannot rely alone on that because uh, in normal jiu-jitsu tournaments, you know, if you find the world championship, you, you go through, through the rounds, every round is a 10 minutes match. 10 minutes is a long fight. Yes. It can be a lifetime, you know, it's, it's, it's long. So you cannot rely on power to win because if you have, let's say, you know, every time I fought my weight division, I think I always had four or five uh, matches. It's 10 minutes each, it's very tiring. So if you use, you can be very, very strong that will save you in the first few rounds. But on the later rounds, you're tired. It, this inevitable. You know, you can be a super athlete, but the, the, the power does run out. And then you lose. Sure. So then, you, you know, you need to rely on your technique also. So if you don't, if you don't have any balance with your you know, strength and your technique, it's very difficult to, to win. So you have to train smart, as you yes. always say. Yes, very smart. And, you know, it's very... Uh, common in my fights, you know, I always fought 10 minutes as a black belt. I start most of them, not most of them, but quite a few of them, I start losing because my opponents usually they come in very fast, very aggressive, trying to score. So they start the pace of the fight quite fast. And I never match their pace because I'm not a natural explosive person and I don't, I never really rely on strength. So I let them come with the speed that they want, using a lot of power, you know, still is a 10 minutes match. You know, my body's still kind of warming up. And then, I, you know, sometimes they score a takedown or a, or a sweep, they, they get an advantage. It's, for me, it was like almost normal to start losing the fight, you know, but eventually I carry on pick, carry wow. m with my normal pace. After five minutes, they'll, 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 uh, their pace is much slower and I'm starting to pick up. So then they cannot match mine because they're already tired. Oh and then I win. I love this. So you're very smart. You had a strategy in your mind yeah, <laughs> all the time. Yeah. It wasn't like a conscious strategy. It was, it, it was the, the natural way of me fighting because I, I'm not, again, you know, like I'm not, I was never really f very physically strong. I'm not weak, you know, don't take me wrong. No, but definitely you're not. Yeah. <laughs> But it's not, you know, I'm not really very huge in muscle and very explosive. So I rely on my technique. So I don't mind going slow and picking up the pace as the fight goes on. And this is also what you did in the most famous fight of yours. I, I think it is the most famous, the, the final fight against Bushesha, correct? Yes, very similar. That one I use as a strategy because I was very slow on, on the beginning. And that was a longer match. It was a 15 minutes fight, not okay. 10. Because there was just one, one uh, super fight. So 15 minutes is even longer. Yeah. So then I see I'm gonna start even slower because I knew uh, that he usually starts very fast. So he has a yes. faster uh, starting of, of his fights. I knew he was gonna come in very fast and strong. So I was only using my energy to defend of his attacks. And that was exactly what it happened. I already, I, was, I already accepted that maybe he could have scored something. You know, maybe he would take me down or maybe I would end up in a 
uh, not so good position, maybe I'll start losing, I already accept that as a fact. I say, if it happens, I'm not going to be angry and try to, to match his pace just because I'm losing. It's, I already know that my fight will be late on. So my strategy on that fight was actually, on the first five minutes, I'm just going to defend of his attacks. I'm going to let him do, I'm, I'll, I'll move a little bit, see what happens. But uh, on, 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 the, on the five minutes dot, I will pick up my pace. That was exactly what happened. I remember looking at the, 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 the timer. When I saw five minutes, I said, okay, so now I'm going to become more active. Yeah, it's beautiful. That fight is amazing, seriously. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was watching it yesterday, you know, on your documentary, Legacy. And uh, it's really something I think is good for all fighters to learn, you know, because you always have to need to have a strategy. And also it shows you that the mindset yeah. of the fighter makes a difference, correct? Yeah, absolutely. I think for the fact that he wasn't able to take me down or to do anything on the first few minutes, he got frustrated. That affects his psychological on the fight, for yeah. sure. Yes, and I, I really love your mindset because you're always chill, you're calm. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, you always look in peace, you know, yeah. but then you are so good in fighting. And these two things, maybe people think they are, you know, the opposite, uh, but actually both they go together in the making of a champion, correct? Yeah, of course. I mean, it's also the, the, the psychology, it's, it weights a lot more than the, the, the physicality of the, of the fight, you know, it's, you know, sometimes you win the fight before the fight starts. I love this. I mean, I think with their fight was a was a big example because I remember the the building up to the fight. You know, we arrived in in, in Rio a couple of days before, and we were doing like interviews for different magazines and TVs. It was a, was a was a huge fight in in Brazil, and we were facing to face to face every day, and. I mean, five weeks, yeah, five days or six days before a fight, your psychologic is one, one, two days before it changes. So as you approach the fight, you know, I become more focused, more serious. And I remember the beginning, you know, it's always all the face off and it's not MMA, so we don't have to punch each other, but you know, you have some tension, yeah. you know, you get close to the opponent you're going to fight. And I remember, you know, his reaction, it, was, it, it changed a little bit as the, the day went. I remember seeing that. And so did mine, but in a way that I went from being more, you know, joking, playing around a little bit, and then suddenly I became more serious. But I think the, the, because I showed such a calm in every single interview and aspect, that made him more nervous. Because, I, you know, I, I don't think about, you know, winning or losing. is that you cannot control that will happen in the fight, but it's the confidence. You know, I'm very confident in, 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 on, in me. So I, I'm, you know, I'm probably my biggest believer oh, when I'm that. fighting. So it, that shows you when, you know, when you speak very calm, when you joke around, you know, when you're face to face with your opponent, it is a, it is, is a tense situation. You know, it is adrenaline. Is so everyone can kind of get nervous. You know, some people they don't react as uh, well. And I was super calm, super relaxed, joking around, and I think that kind of plays a plays a little in his mind of course it does. and with the days as you got closer and then suddenly it was getting you know the days was like three days two days one day before the fight and then i became more focused now my attitude changed a little bit you know and i think he then suddenly i think he got worried about it yeah. maybe I, I really, really <laughs> like this. Thank you for sharing uh, these details. <laughs> and by the way, Bushesha, he's an adorable guy. He's an amazing guy, great athlete. You know, he surpassed me on world championships and world titles. Yeah. I think he has like 13. Yeah, now. he never yeah. stops. Yeah, he keeps going. He yeah, and he's, he's going to win more. He's a great, he's great, great athlete. It's difficult to get someone to beat him. And, and I loved also only you. <laughs> and I loved uh, the, the day of the big fight uh, when after you won, that you took his arm at some point and you raised yeah. his arm out. It, it was wonderful, yeah. seriously, because you understand, you know, fair play, you really admire your opponent uh, and, uh, and you respect him. It's so yeah, important, yeah. right? Of course. It's beautiful. No, it, it's really important for me to understand the mindset, you know, of a fighter because it's, it takes a lot of courage you know, to get into a fight, to step on the mat. Have you ever felt anxiety before any of your fights or before all of them? I don't know. I mean, many times. 
I mean, the, the adrenaline to get nervous before a fight is, is very, very normal, very common. The, actually, this fight with him, it was, you know, it was probably the, one of the fights that I got most tense before because it was in a jiu-jitsu fight. It was probably the biggest one I had in terms of expectation, size, public, yeah. you know, TV. It was on national TV in Brazil. It was in my hometown, which I haven't fought for more than 10 years. A lot of my friends, my family, and more than that, it was my last fight. So I knew if I lose that fight, you know, people, they only remember your last yeah. achievement. And I would be seen as a loser, as a second best, for sure. So everything I did in the past, I, was, I would be seen as a second best. So much pressure. Regardless yeah. if I think I'm better than him or not. You know, he's a great fighter. You know, I think technically I'm, I'm better. But fight is a fight. You can lose to a guy way worse than you. I've seen it happen many times. Yeah. Oh, yeah, many times. Some guy that, you know, they, they maybe they got a chance, they did a mistake, they lost. For a guy, they can destroy the academy anytime they want. It's true. But fight is a fight. So I knew, you know, in, in, in that fight, I was risking being considered the second best, for sure. Wow. Could you sleep the night before? I did. I did. Yeah, the night, it was, I, I did sleep well the night before. But I was, like, on the day walking to the arena, like, I think walking to the, to the fight, you know, stepping in, I remember being very tense. You know, it's like, you know, you're warming up and then suddenly they call you. Or you start walking to the arena and then you stop, you know, before they open the curtains. And suddenly my legs are like, my legs are weak. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like hitting my legs. I wake up, wake up. And yeah, you know, in that, it, it, I don't remember that ever happening to me before. Wow. I remember once, my first fight as a black belt. I fought in a ADCC. It's a no-gi tournament. It's the biggest no-gi tournament in 2003 in Brazil. So I got my, my black belt, then I went to fight that tournament. In my first match, I fought a Brazilian guy who was, he was been a black belt for a long time. He was a champion. His, his name is uh, Zé Mario, Zé Mario Sperry. And I remember being a blue belt watching him, wow. you know, one of the best. And he won the ADCC a few times. In my first match is him. I was like, wow. <laughs> and I remember even when the referees say go, I remember my heart was, you know, was pumping, was beating really fast. And then a few seconds later, I mean, you forget about it. Then you fo focus in the fight. But I think that was the only fight that I remember my heart was still beating really fast as the fight started. Wow, so you are human. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's good <laughs> for everyone who <laughs> struggles <laughs> with anxiety before the fight. <laughs> yeah. Thank you for sharing, <laughs> seriously. But what do you do in these cases? Maybe you breathe, you breathe more deeply or you have a, a positive thought. What do, do you try to do? It's positive thoughts and I think the best way that I learned how to deal with is not to think of the outcome. It's and not to think of the fight itself because there's no point, you know, you, you train, I've trained, I've done everything I can on the day of the fight or the day before. You know, always the day before the fight, you know, I have my routine, I see I've done nothing. I'll stay at home watching films. <laughs> I like this routine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I, nothing. I say I'm not going to waste any my energy. I don't want to talk about the fight. I don't want to discuss. I don't want to have any argument with anyone because there's no point in trying to learn anything now. Yes. There's no more strategy that's going to help me on the fight. Uh, you know, that should have done, that should have been done weeks ago. Yeah. So in the day of the fight is forget that you're fighting tomorrow. Now I'm just relaxing. I'm watching films. I like this. And then I, you know, then I wake up. When when I was living in Brazil, I also live very close to the beach. So me and my cousins, a few friends, the first thing that we used to do when we wake up, go to the beach, dive in the sea. Best lifestyle. Yeah, it's just to you know to wake up, then come back, have a shower, breakfast, and then you go. It's amazing. So this is the routine of a champion. <laughs> <laughs>
I don't know the routine of a champ, but that used to be my routine in Brazil. And then if there's no beach, and you know, then I'll look for a swimming pool just to wake up. There's no swimming pool or cold shower, something that just wakes you up before you eat. Or Beautiful. Yeah. No, no, this is amazing. But if it was good for you, and everyone calls you the goat, and I was telling you before that I didn't know the meaning, I, I was thinking why they call him the goat. <laughs> and then I checked online, and it's actually greatest of all times and then i understood it was like wow <laughs> yeah it makes sense so definitely it's a good tip for other fighters yeah, i think it helped me i think the, the less you think about it the best you know yeah so the moment that you think about it straight away your heart starts beating faster straight away it's inevitable anyone i think about the fight my, my head my heart beats fast and, and then i learn not to think i love it Thank you. And also they say that you should picture yourself as a winner before, of course, oh, yeah. the fight. Uh, that's I mean. very important, like visualization, because ever since you decided to fight that specific tournament or fight or whatever, doesn't matter how long before, you will see yourself thinking of it. Okay. Everyone. It's inevitable. It's natural. Of the day, who am I fighting, then that person, and then naturally you think fighting in the mat so you is your thoughts I mean if you cannot control your thoughts it's like playing with two dolls you have the ability to create what's going to happen the same thing with your hands the same thing with your mind so if you're losing on your mind so you're creating your reality so you're telling yourself that it's amazing so if you're telling yourself that you're going to lose that fight, it's, that's not a very good thing that will yeah. help you when you're fighting. That, ma that makes the fight harder. I love you're it. You're fighting against yourself as well. Yeah, I strongly believe in the power of positive thinking. Yeah. But did you learn by living and fighting or did you know when you were a child? Did, did this does never, it come natural to you? No one ever told me. I've never read anything about that. It just came naturally. It's Wonderful. Because... This, you know, like I say, I think I have a natural, very good mind. I think. Sure. For sure, that's yeah. probably, I got what I got today. Because, because naturally, uh, you know, I had the fight, the mind I had. So, it's, I don't accept defeat. It happens, but it's, I cannot defeat myself. So, if I think of something, how can I think of someone submit me? submitting me it's that's it it can it cannot cross my mind so when i think of the fight problem happens problem solver when <laughs> it's but it's it, so it's a rapid every time I, you, I used to see myself fighting of course suddenly it's like oh it's getting very hard but it's like okay then i reverse and i i win so it's in and then it's something that it became natural for me every time I think I'm winning. So every single opponent that I knew I was fighting, I already won that thousand times in my mind. That's I'm, I haven't lost once. So when I'm fighting, I think that helped me in my confidence in the, in the approaching to the fight. That's like anything that happened now, it happened already in my mind. I already, he already tried all his best moves and I was able to avoid them and overcome and submit, submit I him. I love it, seriously. Yeah. So you became a champion in your mind before? Yeah. Before I stepped in the, in the ring, yeah. That's amazing, that's beautiful because I know that actually no one could submit you. I mean, definitely in your, you know, um, fights. Definitely not fight. in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in my mind, that cannot happen. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but it happened when you were a white belt or no? Did someone submit you ever? Uh, when I was a blue, juvenile blue belt, okay. that was one. I was fighting the, uh, the qualifies for the world champion as a juvenile blue belt. And I lost, so I think, on my second or third match for a guy that I was, I was winning the fight by a good margin of points, 6-0, 4-6-0. Mm -hmm. And then he did a foot lock on me, and then he hurt my, I had to tap, pop my foot. 
What did you feel? Did you feel that time? Pain. <laughs> <laughs> what did leave. you do to this guy when he, you met him never, again? He never fought again. No. He never fought again. I think he fought. He fought like one tournament or two, but he never took jujitsu as a career. Actually, we I know we know we know we we friends. He's a Brazilian guy. You know, he, we have many common friends, but I never got the chance to fight him again because he never he stopped competing. Good for him, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> so I never bothered. Like, whatever. yeah, no, I'm joking. Yeah, but uh, but since then, no one ever submit you. So if no. you lost sometimes only because of points, correct? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's amazing. So it means that your defense level is 100%. It, it may, my defense is very good because many, many times during many fights, I mean, people think I'm invincible and nothing could ever happen to me. But many of my fights, you know, it was always a struggle. Sometimes I was losing, sometimes I was winning. A few times I got caught in a submission that was like on, but I was able to escape wow. because, you know, like arm lock, triangles a few times, you know, I got a foot lock, I got a choke. That they, they were able to get there, you know, I did a mistake in the fight, you know, I was fought against good guys. But I, you know, I never lost control, you know, I kept clear mind, I escaped. I think because I've never panicked, you know, people when they, when they get put in a situation that sometimes they they panic, yeah. So they stop thinking the best solution for that problem. And that's another thing about mindset, not panicking, yeah. because Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu really puts you in the worst situations possible. Because yeah. sometimes you have someone on your back choking you, yeah. or mounting you and choking you, or doing an armbar. So it's really really bad. Yeah. So I think it's the, the only martial arts who yeah. puts you in this kind of situations. Correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. One, one of the few. Because I think that's when training kicks in. I think the reason that I, I always had a very good defense, because I always uh, train escaping from bad positions, Spe you know, as many times as I could. I think the only reason that I was able to escape, a few times I got caught in the triangle, more than one. I think I remember three times fighting that triangle was really tight. I think the only reason that I was able to escape was because I trained being caught in the triangle many times before. Wow. So I put myself in that position specifically to learn how to escape. So it wasn't, you know, people they don't because till you learn, you, you get caught. It's not natural, it happens. I mean, you, you're practicing. You cannot expect to be in invincible. And the only way for you to learn something is to practice that position. You know, I think I have a, a good defense because I let myself get caught so I can try to escape. And many people, they don't. They train, they spar, they go really fast, but they don't expose themselves to yeah, some position. Yeah, they have too much e of an ego, you exactly. know, and so they don't want to... So they don't, they, 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 they don't develop the escape. So when they're in a bad position, they tap. You know, it's very common... Many times I got some, you know, very strong position with some uh, very good guys, some black belts, and they, they clearly did know how to skate much. It's sometimes you get like a brown belt or someone that's not as good or a black belt that doesn't compete. has a much better defense than like a world champion. Wow. You know, he's a world champion. He won everything, but he's, you know, some specific positions. You can see he's weak, so he's not level up, you know. Beautiful. So that's why also you always say that specific sparring is the best type of sparring, correct? Because it's what teaches you uh, in a technical way, because you need to practice that position, that position to develop. Yeah. If you don't practice, you, it's impossible to, to be good at it. Yeah, it really makes a difference. Yeah, because, so. I mean, sparring people, they might not understand people who's watching, but in jiu-jitsu, you know, you train yourself, so you will understand more. If you, if you spar a lot, you'll be in the guard on top and the bottom, sometimes side control and the person passes a guard. Eventually in the mount, eventually in yeah. the back, so, but eventually, but most time that you spend is in the guard, passing or yeah. sweeping, or side control and the person passes your guard, and then you have the other. 
So the guard is why usually people are good at it because they spend most time, side control comes later, then mount back in other situations because you don't get to practice. Sure. So you need to stop the, the, the full sparring, the full training, and train specific to those situations and sp spend time that don't go back to the f full sparring. That's how you, that's the best way to develop your skills. This is how you learned. Yeah. So we should all follow your lead <laughs> <laughs> and listen to your words. <laughs> yeah, it was funny. I did a, a post on uh, my Instagram account a few days ago. And I, I put a video and then underneath I say it's, you know, about specific training. I say, I don't drill, yeah, but I, I do a lot of specific. And then suddenly the... <laughs> There's like people comment like crazy, people making posts about it. I told you, you know, <laughs> drilling is bad and the other one is wrong. I drill and this and that. And then everyone who doesn't drill say, I have told you now. You <laughs> <laughs> now there is a storm yeah. in Brazilian Jiu Jitsu war. Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. Because, you know, you see about drilling, you know, repetitions and repetitions. You'll see many, many different people. They say drill and drill this and the best way to drill. And suddenly I like, I don't drill. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, actually, I thought about myself. I was yeah. like, wow, he doesn't drill. <laughs> yeah, I'm actually, I'm going to put a, I'm going to make a new post. I'm going to make a video because I think it's a, it's an important approach. I want to just make it clear. Drilling is important because you need to learn the, the movement, yeah, of course. the mechanics. I mean, you, you want to learn a choke, you need to learn how the choke works, but the mechanic you don't have to drill for hours. Yeah. It's the mechanic is simple of the moves, but then putting that into practice that's it's the hardest part. Thing, yeah. It's that's the hardest thing in jiu-jitsu is putting what you know into practice. It's I mean I tell people that, for example, for a white belt, let's say the to become a blue belt, let's say average, sometimes a bit more, but let's say it takes one year. If you train two, three times a week, let's say twice a week, one year you should be a blue belt. In, in the academy, that's yeah. the time I give my students. If you train twice a week for the whole year, there's 52 weeks. There's 104 classes yeah. that you've done. Usually in the class, in the academy, as you know, you learn maybe two techniques a class. 104 techniques is 208 techniques that you learn in a year. It's a lot. You know 208 jujitsu techniques that you learn in a year. You should be a master. <laughs> I mean, you learn 208, what else you know? <laughs> in our dreams. <laughs> yeah. it's, you only need, you know, like maybe one, two or three sweeps in the guard. You need to know like two or three pass, guard yeah. pass. If I'm in side control, I learn maybe, you know, two or three attacks. I mean, there's less than 50. <laughs> you don't need 208. You should be a master. But applying that what you know against someone fighting back and resisting, that's the biggest challenge. Yeah. So it's not the technique itself, it's learning how to apply it with resistance. That comes from specific sparring, specific training. Because that's when you learn how the mechanic and the resistance and the timing works. That's the only way for you to learn the movement, not drilling. Drilling for hours and hours is not going to make you good because there's no resistance. Yes. So by the time you're going to fight someone, the hours that you spend drilling is not going to come into, is not going to be affected because... It's resistant. Yeah. So you need to drill with resistance. That's and the that's only way to learn. That's what makes a fight a fight. So yeah. that's the difficulty of a fight. Yeah. Because someone is resisting. Exactly. <laughs> so no, it's really, really interesting. So thank you for sharing <laughs> these tips. <laughs> I will follow this. <laughs> Make sure you do. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Which is your favorite submission? I don't really have one. I'll say chokes are my favorite submissions because any locks, any joint locks, arm locks. The person, he can choose to give up or not. Yes. It's, you know, I fought a few times. I fought a guy, you know, he didn't you know, tap. I broke his arm. And sometimes, you know, attack something, you know, you, you, you're breaking, you're hurting the joint, it's popping, it's really, you know, you're hurting the person. He's, you're injuring him. But he can still fight with the injured arm, you know, the adrenaline, the, the heat. He's he feel pain, but he still might yeah. be able to carry on. Choke. Sometimes. Choke you sleep. There's no... Yeah. I remember when I fought, there was a huge fight. I fought this Brazilian guy, Jacaré. 
on 2004 in the final of the World Championship. On the, I won my weight division. We fought in the, in the open class. I put an arm lock on him. I remember b back then, especially in the guard, I always like to play from my back. And I always used to attack a lot of arm locks in the guard. You know, that was one of my favorites. It's then I, you know, same thing. I was attacking his arm, attacking his arm, and suddenly, boom! I straight his arm. I got into a perfect arm lock. He didn't tap. His arm stopped popping. You know, he popped okay. maybe eight times, and then he loosened up. He escaped. The fight carry on. The fight you shouldn't. You know, it was a mistake. They should have stopped. No, you shouldn't. You know, in the rules, the referee should have stopped. You know, you yeah. can. You have to call the doctors. You, you cannot fight with an injured arm. Yeah. It's, you know, it's not safe for. For the athlete but anyway whatever it was he carried on but it was like just a few seconds left but you know the army for the choke there was yeah there's no choice because he could not carry on he would sleep i fought him the year after in the adcc action that no gi and then we fought in the final in the open because i was one weight division above him and we always meet each other in the final i think we fought five six times in different tournaments at this time we fought, I put a choke on him, but he tapped. <laughs> <laughs> Just to make yeah, sure that he was, can, yeah. he was going to tap. <laughs> yeah, it's, like there's it. no choice because yeah. he would sleep. You know, there's choke, if you resist, you pass out. It's and that's not, it. Unless the choke is not on, you can resist if it's not fully on. So that means you, you don't need to tap. But there's one point that you feel you're getting choked, you know, you train jiu-jitsu yourself. Yeah. You can, I love to choke. You can feel <laughs> life going, you know, the, the yeah. lights in the end of the tune is getting smaller and smaller. It's boom. Next step, you've been waking up. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, from then, I now choke is my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> I love this story. And the other fighter is Jacare. Yeah, Ronaldo Souza. He's he was a great fighter, right? Great fighter. Very, very tough. Every single fight I had against him was super tough, very strong. He even though that he was a bit lighter than me, very strong physically, very strong. That's very good. Probably stronger than some guys I fought on my weight division. Oh, interesting. And uh, yeah, now he fights in the UFC. He's, you know, he's doing great in the MMA. Yeah, yeah, I heard that. And which is the uh, the best opponent you had, the the strongest fi fighter you had? I would say face? him. If I would okay. choose one, I would say him. I had. I had some very tough fights against other, other guys. But I think him, because I fought him so many times, even though the fight that I won, I mean, I won, I think, five or six times, he, they gave him the victory twice. I mean, I think I got robbed, but whatever. With points. Yeah. yeah. So I think technically I've never lost to him, even though that he got the victory twice. I think I got four, four, three or four fights times i think four times i i got a victory but compared to other fighters like i had other competitors that i fought many times over let's say the wise example comparing him to uh shanda ribeiro mm -hmm. shanda is a very tough guy we fought i think even more than i think we fought eight times against each other wow. and i think shanda beat me two or three if i'm not mistaken one or two was a bit weird but anyway, but he won, you know, I think twice he won the fight, small advantage, but he did win. But I, the other fights that I had against him, some was tough, but some of them I dominated him a few of the fights. And I, I think I submitted him three times. Wow. So there was some of my fights against him. I had a big advantage over him. Yeah, I understand. With, with uh, Ronaldo, with Jacare, I never had any advantage. Even the fight that I choked him in the, in the final. It was a 20 minutes fight. The fight was very tough, was very tough. I was actually losing to the very end that I got his back and quickly finish. So only in the, in the very end, I was able to finish the fight, but I never had a dominance over him. That was, I never had any fight that I, that I dominated him to the end and I won. Every single fight was very tough to the end when you're losing. Both in gi and no gi. Both gi and no gi. And any other fighter that I fought a few times, and w with the example of Shande, you know, sometimes he beat me by a small advantage, but all the times I top him three times, and I dominate him, you know, the whole fight. 
with Jacare that never happened. So, you know, I'll say him is the, my toughest. Wow. I knew every time I was stepping the ring to him, I knew that was going to be a war. Hard to fight. I a knew war. for sure. I knew. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. And what do you prefer, gi or no gi? I prefer gi a lot more. Oh, yes, a lot more. Yeah. Why? Because it's, very, it's, it's a lot more technical. It's true, yeah. No gi, because it's hard to make any grip. It's very slippery, especially once you start sweating. Yeah. It becomes very slippery. The fl you can sleep on the floor, you know, your body gets pushed. So it becomes less technical. So it's much easier for you to defend against people's attack or techniques because you're pulling yourself out of the situation. Sure. With the gi, you don't have that because people hold your gi. So if you try to move back, you're stuck. So you need to know a way out of it. For example, a uh, small example, like a straight arm lock with no gi. Sometimes, not always, if it's very tight, it's hard. But sometimes you can just push yourself back and pull the arm. Yeah. Because it's slippery. Yeah. You, so there's no technique involved in that. All you need to do is shake it up and pull your arm out. Yeah. With the gi, you, that doesn't exist. There's no way, yeah. So it allows someone that doesn't have a very uh, as good technique to escape your attacks because it's slippery. So it's so the pure art is, is Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu with the gi. With the gi, yeah. yeah. And I know that for you it's very important also to maintain, you know, the, the legacy. So because you are actually the grandchild of the um, the founder, yeah. correct? Yeah, Carlos, my grandfather. I love the story of your family, <laughs> seriously. Yeah. It's beautiful. And I also love the crazy challenges. I remember that a friend of mine to convince me to start jujitsu uh, because I was training Kung Fu, I was training kickboxing and Kamaga, and he was telling me, oh, these martial arts are nothing <laughs> compared to Brazilian jiu-jitsu. And I was very skeptical. I was like, no, yeah. it's not true. Why? Why are you saying that? Yeah. And he told me about the crazy challenges. So, you know, your uh, grandfather and his brothers, they used to call into the academy, their academy, these fighters of our other martial arts. And then they were beating them up, correct? Yeah. Showing them that actually if you can put someone on the ground and submit him, there's no other martial arts. Yeah, I, I mean, back in the days, that was like 100 years ago. You know, martial arts was like way smaller than what it is today. Jiu-Jitsu especially. No one knew what Jiu-Jitsu was. No one had any clue. Yeah. So it's then suddenly have my grandfather and his brothers telling, you know, everyone, we are the best. All martial arts is better than everyone. Everyone's is, so we're better than you. We're better than capoeira. We're better than boxing. We're better than kickboxing. You as a boxer, as a kickboxer, what's this 60-kilo guy <laughs> <laughs> shouting over, you know, saying he's good? So, but the only way for you to prove it is fighting. You can say as much as you want. Yeah. You can shout. You can make your noise. But the only way that you're actually proving everyone else, including yourself, is demonstrating. And the only way to demonstrate is winning. You have to go and fight. So that's when, you know, mixed martial arts was created. Was they, you know, then they, they create this event. I mean, event. Back then it was just one day, let's in the ring, you know, it's like event. We can say event. In Brazil, we, before being called mixed martial arts, it used to be called valetudo. Okay. Valetudo means all goals, sure. like no rules. Because you cannot create rules to favor anyone. Yes. So... Then it was like no time limit and absolutely no rules. So the only rules are you cannot eye gouge, no biting, no hitting the balls. Okay. <laughs> so basic rules, you know, not animals fighting can bite each other. So no biting, no poking the eye and no hitting the groin. That's it. Apart from that, you are allowed to do whatever you want as long as you want. So there's no time limit because, you know, jujitsu was originally created for the smaller person to be able to overcome a stronger. And the only way to do that is taking your time, making him tired. So it's, you know, the power of the strength of Jiu-Jitsu comes on the floor. So you have to go on the ground for you can use it. And on the ground is not just that. The only way that you can neutralize someone's power or can you fight against someone bigger than you it's on the ground because standing up as long as you're both standing 
It ends up hitting each other. Yeah. The strongest person will win. Doesn't matter, you can have no technique. If you're 100 kilos, the guy's 60, you might never had a boxing lesson in your life. It's you will knock the 60 kilo guy down. It's very difficult for him to knock you out. He can punch you 100 times, you go, he has one, he goes down. It's true, so power, it, 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 it's important. Not on the ground, because when the ground is your body, you, know, you can neutralize people's arm, you can position yourself in a way that you're not going to get hurt. If you hold very close, you take any power of the striking. And when you're on the ground, you can hit, you cannot kick while you're down. If you're standing, you can kick the other person. So then it becomes punches. Back then, you could headbutt or elbow. Oh, sorry. Or you could, <laughs> yeah. It, 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 Tough fight. The fight changes. <laughs> With headbutt, the fight changes. But anyway, and then, you know, they create this fight. They start challenging anyone, and they start winning. That's how the UFC was created years later when uh, my cousin Ahorian went to America. He's, he, he was living in America. Same thing in America. No one knew what jiu-jitsu was. So he started fighting. How can you prove the efficiency of jiu-jitsu? He created UFC. And then his cousin Hoyce, our cousin Hoyce, his brother, no, his brother Hoyce, my cousin Hoyce, was the first Gracie to fight in the UFC. He was winning every one, the wrestler, the boxing, the kung fu. Such the a beautiful story. And he wasn't also the biggest one of the Gracie. He was actually the smallest. Yeah. Ah, the, of the Gracie, no. He, his brother, uh, Hickson, which is... You know, he was considered much better than him. Not considered, he was. Technically, physically, he was way better fighter. But then they say, let's put Hoyce, because worst case, we still have someone else after. And But, you know, Hoyce was winning everyone. If you don't know jiu-jitsu, you cannot survive on the ground. It's, it's like playing with a child, because you don't know what to do. Yeah. If you're in the back, if you're on top of someone... It's, you don't know how to act, what can happen. You move it to my back, how can I defend that? You're attacking my neck. That's wrong. Every reaction that you do, you'll be wrong. You won't be able to defend. Even if you do, how long? Because you don't, jujitsu, that's the beauty of it. You don't have to be the aggressor. Yeah. You, you know, you let the other person attack. Do nothing, just defend. Use your technique, your body to defend. He will get tired. Yeah, they the bigger he is, he will burn out. Because yeah. he will try to punch, he will try to punch, his energy will run out. Because he's not going to submit you. So the only way for the others to finish the fight is to try to knock you out. It's hard. Yeah. You can put your body in situations that you cannot hit, hit my face. You cannot hit my face, you cannot hit, knock me out. I think it's the smartest martial yeah, art it is. of all. It yeah. is. It's beautiful. And it, that's why also it's very good for girls and women, Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Yeah. What do you think about that? Um, absolutely, because if you think in a self-defense point of view, you know, for women to be attacked, she's not going to be attacked someone hitting her. Then it's a fight, you know, when you're getting. But any assault, anything that can happen to a woman, the people will grab her. When they grab her, that's exactly when jujitsu strength comes into play. You know, you, you is, a, is a body contact. It's, it, that's when you l learn how to react. For a woman, it's very important. It's, you know, women that get sexually assaulted, they get attacked. It's the person who grabbed her. Yeah. When they close, you know, you're used to with that. You know you, you're not going to panic because you, the guy's position positioned himself in a position, that, in a situation that you're already familiar with. You will know how to react, even though that might be extremely tense and scary situation, you know, getting attacked, which whatever sure. situation you might find, but then your instant, your training that you've done in the academy, he comes into play. Yeah, that's why I really would like more yeah. girls to start jiu-jitsu, yeah. I mean, it's, it is becoming more and more popular. You yeah. know, you look at the gym, you know, I, I opened my gym uh, 16 years ago, 17 years ago. There was almost no women because they don't know what that is. I mean, now it's very popular. It's true. It's, yeah, it's a lot more approachable. And they know what to expect. They see a lot of women training. They train with women, or sometimes they train with guys. You know, it's very important. Uh, Self-defense-wise, it's very, very important. And also because becoming stronger physically, I think it also ha helps you feeling stronger, especially yeah. for women, you know, because many times they don't think they're strong, but yeah. actually they are. Yeah. And 
jujitsu shows them clearly how strong they are. The way. Yeah, because if you compare to other martial arts, anyone, any other ones, because you don't get to fully spar. Yes. I mean, you're going to do boxing. A woman should never spar a guy in boxing. No, because, it's, I mean, yeah. there's no point. No, that's no point. And it's not in no other martial arts is enjoyable to practice because the sparring is painful. You're going to do kickboxing, you're going to get kicked in punch. It's painful. It's, it's not enjoyable, yeah, especially for women. You it know, happened to, to me once. <laughs> they almost broke my nose. Yeah, it's, yeah. I mean, it's painful. It's hard, you know. It's horrible. You, it hurts you. Yeah. You, do, you, you do for the fitness of it. You hit the bag, you hit the pads, exercise. That's great. Yeah, it's great for a stress yeah. relief. Or if you're very young. When you're very young, you don't mind getting bruised. You know, you recover quick. It's but it's a very young people's sport. Once you know you're older, you don't. I don't want to spar. I used to do when I was when I was competing. Sure. I mean now maybe I do it for fun, but because I'm you know I'm a fighter my whole life. But normal people they don't. Yeah. It's it's not pleasant. Jiu-jitsu is enjoyable. You don't get it injured true. because. It's the, the way to win is to dominate the person control-wise with the body and try to finish, to, f to submit. If you put in any pressure on my joint out top, you have to let go, we start again. And we keep doing that over and over. Yeah, and you can do jiu-jitsu at any age. Any age. The youngest, the, <clears throat> the oldest student I ever had, many years ago, there was this older guy. He walked in the academy and I've asked him, you know, he's like, it was interesting training. So I want to train. So, oh, yeah, that's fine. See, how old are you? He's like, I'm 68. Beautiful. Yeah, but, <laughs> but later I found out he was 85. <laughs> he was lying his age. I mean, I knew he wasn't <laughs> 68. I, he yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, he tried to tell us. <laughs> I mean, I knew. I let him train. So it's, wonderful. Yeah, I mean, with 85, and then we got a problem with insurance-wise. And then I took him out of the class. I put one of my instructors just to teach him one-on-one oh, on, one on the side. So it's like beautiful. very controlled. He trained for a, he trained for a few weeks. Or, no, he trained for a couple months. But then he had a surgery in his heart, and then he had to stop. But I admire him so yeah. much. You 80, know? 85 years old. 85. He trained. I think he trained till he was 86, and then he Amazing. stopped. So much respect. Seriously. And I love also because a lot of uh, also guys uh, with disabilities uh, train yeah. jiu-jitsu and it's beautiful. Yeah. It's really beautiful. We have students with, they lost a leg. You know, we have Justin, he has no movement on his legs. He's a tough guy. He competes. You know, we have a blind, ex-military. You know, we have it's all sort of injured people, yeah. Disabled. It's because even though that you have a um, depending of your disability you, you know your, of your limitations but your body still function sure. you just need to know what can you do you know teaching justin he cannot move his legs so i'm learning how can i teach him you know because there is a lot of things he cannot do yeah but let's try to find a few things that he can sure so for him i mean he's tough blue belt he competes he runs marathons i know i saw he him. wins it's like the, the one in in vienna i think he wins for 50 in a row wow. super athlete yeah so much respect he drives on on his own is like super super you know motivated person i mean he's an example for many many people you know it's amazing yeah Oh, that's beautiful. No, seriously, I, I fall in love with Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> like, I'm telling everyone, and uh, I yeah. think uh, what are you doing is great, and uh, I think you should be really, really proud of yourself yeah, for your accomplishments. I am. I'm very, very pleased with it's you know the the environment that we have in the camp. I think that's what I'm. It's great. Happy the most. It's I mean, once you create such a great environment, you attract great people. Yeah. So I think, you know, the people we have in the academy, it's, I mean, it's enjoyable to be there. You know, some, some academy, some martial arts you go, it's a very intimidated, you know, very enjoyable. People are not very nice. Mm. So I think, you know, I've been to many gyms uh, all over the world. So some places are great, some places are not that great. Yeah, no, not welcoming. Yeah. No, he definitely. At, yeah, uh, I mean, we know we have academy a, is like a family. Yeah, we have massive kids program, parents, wives, you know, the whole family trains. So the environment that we have there, um, that's what pleased me the most.
That's beautiful. And I know you have uh, projects uh, to enlarge, you know, your, the number yeah. of your academies because you already have many, right? I have a lot. My affiliation is quite big, but I want to expand, especially in London. That's the city that I live. So it's easier for me to control sure. closer. You know, I want to open more gyms as many as I can. Yeah, I mean, the, the goal is to more people train jiu-jitsu, the better, you know. Of course. And then, you know, there's many projects that we, we, we've been doing, we're learning with, you know, teaching the young kids. You know, my, my plan is to go back to Brazil as well, you know, to create a, you know, to help like communities, young kids, you know, oh, that's to train, yeah, to maybe participate more of that. It's, that's beautiful. I mean, there's one point that the more you give back, it's the more fulfilling than it is open, like, you know, more schools. And I agree with you. Yeah. And it's wonderful. And I think uh, martial arts and particularly Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu can really help children who have, you know, coming from different, you know, difficult yeah. families or difficult, you know, environments. Yeah. Uh, because Jiu-Jitsu really can let you forget about the stress, yeah. about everything. And also the beauty of Jiu-Jitsu is that on the mat we are all the same. Yeah. So there's no money involved, no, no. power, no who you are, what no. do you do. We don't care. Yeah. You're just there because you enjoy the same, uh, pra to practice the same it's, And you, you, d you don't see that anywhere else it's when true. everyone is equal. It doesn't true. matter if you're a massive CEO, businessman, like super millionaire, or if you're a street cleaner. Once in the academy, it's true. when they gi on, there's no difference. We are you, all the same. You're the same. You know, it's everyone is exactly the same. What cares is your... What counts is your personality of who you are, not what you what you have outside the mats. Yeah. And the what you say is very truth. If you have such a uh, is a psychological in part involved when you're training, because it's your mind you get switched off from the outside. I mean, you go, you go to the gym, you do do exercise, do weights, or in jiu-jitsu because it's such a complicated thing you know you you have to focus not to lose yeah. you know you don't want to so intense yeah so intense. i don't want to get tapped you know yeah. i don't want to lose this guy i'm training <laughs> okay i can lose but i don't want i'll try my best so the only way for me to try to overcome the challenge that he's he's doing is fully focusing that what's going on and if you think about home job oh, yeah. you tap yeah. you get choked <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm losing. <laughs> oh, my mind, I can't focus here. I just lost today. It's, yeah. it's, it's true. So it's better than a yeah. session of psychotherapy it's to it's go to Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. It's the best therapy, 100%. <laughs> I mean, I, I can say that to myself. You know, sometimes I'm stressed, you know, problems like everyone else. It's true. When I get to the academy, I train. I train hard. I'm like very tired. Then I'm like, oh my God, I'm and so happy. And I sleep happy. well, yeah. Then like I'm all stress-free. Yeah. No problems, like, it's okay, true. it's the best thing I ever. I love that so much. <laughs> <laughs> if I don't train, I want to kill someone. <laughs> <'Cause> like, <laughs> I'm the same. <laughs> I'm stressed, all the energy accumulated, you know me. So it's good for <laughs> a peaceful society that <laughs> yeah. more people will train Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. It's, you know, it's great. like a meditation, you know, you people, they meditate so they can stop thinking about everything else. When you train, you know, you stop thinking about it, yeah, anything it's else. It's a kind of meditation, yeah, we could is. say that. It is. I told, I, you know, I, I told many times that it's, it's a way to meditate. It's, you know, people, they can meditate while they're painting because they're fully committed in what That's they're true. doing. You know, you can meditate while you're training Jiu-Jitsu. Beautiful. Oh, Roger, thank you very much. I have so many other questions for you, but maybe for another time. <laughs> and now I have the final oh. five <laughs> I didn't tell you about. <laughs> I didn't want you to get prepared. <laughs> so please try to be honest, of course, and try to answer as fast as you can. As fast as I can. <laughs> <laughs> What's one thing people would never know about you just by looking at you? Ooh. <laughs> they will never know about me. Uh, I don't know what to suggest. <laughs> I, mean, I would say they think, uh, I will not say stress. I'm not, I don't consider myself a stress person. That, you know, they, they, they don't get nervous while I'm competing when I'm fighting that I'm like yeah. totally relaxed what we were talking it's it's a more 
concentrating and keeping your focus than demonstrating your stress. I'll say um, I do get nervous while I'm fighting. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for admitting that. <laughs> I feel it's human. <laughs> it's fine. There is hope for us. Okay. What is your spirit animal? Spiritual animal? Yeah. I mean, which kind I of animal? Do I don't know. I would say I like to think the ego. Well, yeah, or the tiger, you know, like a big cat. Those are um, really fascinated by animals. And I'll say, you know, the ego, they have like a, f a freedom yeah. that you, you know, only if you are being an ego or That's like true. a big bird, you feel it. It's wonderful. And I like to think myself as an ego, but predator, <laughs> <I love laughs> not like a small bird. <laughs> of course. <laughs> That's, why That's why I say ego, not like a pigeon. <laughs> Pigeon, they still fly. <laughs> they <laughs> go, they fly higher than. <laughs> I love that. I love it. If you were a superhero, what would be your superpower? Uh, my superpower. Not choking wow. people because you already <laughs> have that. <laughs> wow, you know, I never thought about that. Uh, Think about if I were a superhero. Yeah. Seriously, <laughs> I'm obsessed. <laughs> Uh, I'll say I'll be I'll like the Superman if ah. I had to choose one. We like it. Yeah, a friend yeah, of mine, of he course. plays the Superman and I'll say he's a nice guy. <laughs> he actually trains with you, yeah. <laughs> tell the truth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, we like it. What is the meaning of life? Enlightenment. 